a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! <laughs> Alright, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenrick again. That, right there, over there. Right here? Overworked right Mr. Horsley. Overworked, Yes. Yes, that's very true. I am so tired. I apologize for my lazy talk already. <laughs> so this t- today's kind of different because we usually yeah. have stuff like a, a Kickstarter signal boost. But uh, because we have a lot of uh, work coming and yeah. that work that we that we prefer to do, work that we have to do. Right. That pays the bills because somebody went and bought themselves a big old house. And a car. And a, you got a new car too? Yeah, we bought a Highlander. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Look at this guy. And he's telling me he doesn't have any money. So, that's why I don't have money. I bought a house in a Highlander, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that being said, we're not doing the Kickstarter signal boost as much, but that will come back and we'll have more coming out because we know that helps people out. And we know that you guys like seeing new stuff out there that's independent, that's unique, that's different, that you're not going to get with the big two. Or I guess if you want to add image in there, the big three. Yeah, yeah. But today... Our man on the street, Casey. Casey Allen. Casey Allen. He's really <laughs> he's really our number three guy. And yes. I don't mean number three as there's not there's no hand pecking order in this. He's 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 our third cape patriot in, in in the in the country of spoiler country. That's right. Right. But he did a wonderful interview with Teresa Del Pilar and Michael Emirates, and they have a new Kickstarter coming out called The One Hundred Werewolves and Unicorns. Well, it's, it's, it's uh, let me correct you there. It's Werewolves and Unicorns. It's a comic anthology from The 100. So The 100 is, a, I actually had um, Michael on before for uh, Signal Boost a long time ago. Cool. For their, for their last project, which was about space and stuff like that. And basically the, the idea is is um, they create the comics over the course of 100 days. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a super cool project. I actually joined up with them for a while and was going to be a part of this book or a different book. Yeah. But considering I have no time for anything, I got kicked out. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. I told I would I would have kicked me out too. So, you know, no 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 hard feelings. <laughs> yeah. So, let's have a listen and see what Casey, Teresa, and Michael have to say. Yeah. Take it away, guys. Thanks everybody for joining in once again to Spoiler Country. My name is Casey Allen, and today I have two guests. Uh, I have Teresa Del Pilar, who is a creator out of Spain. She recently has a webcomic called Graduation Nightmares. And in addition to that, she is going to be talking about a new anthology called Werewolves and Unicorns, presented by the 100s. Thinking about the 100s, we have Mike Emirates, who is the editor of the 100s. Mike, how you doing? I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me back on. Teresa, you doing okay out there? I'm doing okay. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> okay. So, so um, Teresa, I'm going to start talking to you first. So, you are a comic creator. Uh, so, tell me a little bit about how you got involved with comics. Well, um, it's a long winding story, but making the long story short, I was in a comic book fair, never read a comic really, only the the funnies in the newspaper. And then I found a graphic novel and I picked it up and I bought it and I really loved it. Uh, but it was too late to make a course correction. So I continued studying at university what I was studying, which was English and did comics with uh, independent groups and did scenes 
And then when I finished university, I got a job, stopped making comics. And five years later, decided to go back to doing comics. And, you know, that's awesome. where I am right now. <laughs> so what was that comic that, that inspired you to get into uh, creating your well, own? Well, it's going to... It's going to sound a, a little bit pretentious, but it was Mouse. I don't know if you know the comic is uh, by Art Spiegelman. Yeah. And yeah. That's, and so, an you know, I've never book. read a comic. It's an incredible book. And I picked it up and I was like, so this is what a comic is? And I was really shocked. <laughs> so um, you, uh, you went through uh, your whole childhood not really reading comics. And well, yeah, Dragon Ball, now, but only because it was it was a week earlier than the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Mike, how did you get involved with comics? Uh, well, I mean, similar to Teresa, it's kind of a long winding story. But um, I uh, my my whole family, actually, we kind of have a history with comics. So my my uh, grandparent or my great grandparents are immigrants came over from uh, uh Italy and Germany, Poland, and I actually just learned this recently. But they used to just read comics like crazy, and uh, my my mom and all of my older cousins they used to go down to the newsstands to pick them up for them by like the stack. And so this is total news to me. Actually, I just learned this in the last like month or so. But that explains why my both my mom and my dad were actually always super into comics. Uh, my dad owned a comic shop when I was really little. I mean, That's I guess awesome. technically my family owned it uh, together. So you know, I was I would work at the shop with uh, with both of my parents. We would go to Diamond, and at the time there was still Friendly Franks and all that. And I was so young that the people there would be like, "Oh, he's a little kid. Here, have this promo thing or whatever." So I'd walk out with a bunch of ash cans and bookmarks and things like that. So like I've just lived comics you know since i was a kid um started you know always at an early age kind of drawing and making little pictures and trying to tell stories and stuff and so being that close to the comics medium i just naturally kind of started trying to put my own little things together you know so um it was just uh yeah super important to me something that i enjoyed doing um fast forward several years and uh, you know you get older and you start thinking about what are you going to do with your life and all that well it wasn't comics that just didn't seem to make sense it was like a different time too the image boom it was over so it didn't look like a lucrative career so instead i tried to get into game design but and a couple other different things but every now and then i was always you know in my free time still working on comics and i finally hit a point um like around the time jason brubaker was doing his um his first book remind uh, and he was doing the blogs and stuff and making the the making comics podcast something about that just really inspired me and i was like you know what i'm i'm not happy in this career i'm gonna quit and i'm gonna really give it all to to work on comics and pretty much i just haven't looked back ever since i i had some missteps for sure but so it's really been person. like the last few years that it seems like this is a <laughs> forward upward trajectory now <laughs> and uh, i don't plan on stopping anytime soon that's for sure that's awesome that's awesome so um you both are are members of the 100s uh can, can you tell us about that oh well i think mike is more <laughs> More knowledgeable about this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we 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 both are. We have both been in it for a while. It was created by uh, Kevin Cross. Um, he's a skateboarding punk rock and daddy o from uh, California. Uh, he 
similarly was uh, working at a job for a while or working in in freelance doing like uh, you know client work and that kind of stuff and he just kind of decided one day you know I'm sick of doing other people's work and not having any time for my own work so I'm going to do this 100 day challenge and there was a bunch of people doing 100 day challenges at the time there was like 100 days basket weaving or Pilates or whatever it was all kinds of different 100 day challenges (laughs) and so he decided, hey, why not comics? So he started doing it and he thought to hold himself accountable. He'd, you know, post videos online that way, you know, it's public and it's like, I can't fail at this because, you know, people are watching and it caught on with a bunch of people. Um, I consider that like kind of the first generation of it. So it was like Kevin, um, Marshall Lee, who has gone by like five different names since then, but right now it's Marshall Lee, um, uh, Scott Sirklin, Gaz Gretzky, uh, and a few others who kind of have, have fallen off the wayside a little bit since then. Um, and so they kind of uh, started this group. They thought, all right, well, if there's enough of us, let's make a Facebook group. So Kevin went to go and make um, the 100s, just T-H-E, but the T-H-E 100s is already taken, so he just added an extra E. <laughs> like a TV show, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to be the 100s. Um, you fancy. Yeah, yeah, a little, little pretentious. Extra E makes it fancy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've kind of like taken it and embraced it since then, like, cause it is a little pretentious. It's a little, you know, pinky in the air kind of thing, but so we just <laughs> embrace it and stick it on everything. But I jumped in maybe around like the second wave and like that was back in 2015 and like it's just exploded since then. It's just, it keeps growing. We keep pushing each other to, to, to do better and, you know, it's just amazing. It's a, it's a little challenge, you know, but it seems like everybody that comes out the other end of that sort of sticks around. And then we all start getting along and becoming friends. That's how I met Teresa. And then we started hanging out in the, in, in our little private hangouts uh, with, you know, other artists who are also staying up late or waking up early in Teresa's case. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, so I'm with the, like, <laughs> No, I was just going to say that when you say we have a secret hangout, it, it looks like we're in a secret lair or something. It's like <laughs> Google Hangout, that's what we have. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about it. On, on, tell me a little bit about it on your end, Teresa, um, a little bit about the challenge. Um, well, in my case, it was when I came back into comics after having decided to quit, quit full-time teaching and doing part-time teaching. I was like, I need something, something that I, a community, because for me, doing things in isolation is impossible. I'm, I'm a social being. Well, we are all social beings. I mean, we're humans. So I couldn't do it on my own. So I, I was looking for ages for a community of people that were talking about comics but also making them, which is quite hard to find, really. <laughs> and, you know, I found the 100s and they were super friendly. They were making comics and it was the perfect thing because it, sometimes I would find groups of people that were making comics, but they were really, mm, I don't know, not very friendly. And the, the, the combination of friendliness and activity was missing in a lot of groups. And finally, I found the 100s. And I also found the Comic Jam, which is also a very good example of that. So yeah, okay. That was We're it. okay. <laughs> I've actually <laughs> yes. never talked about the Comic Jam on this show. It, the for every uh, thing I've done for uh, for Spoiler Country, I haven't really brought up much about the Comic Jam. Um, no, because I will sure? talk all day about it, and nobody will get <laughs> another word in edgewise. So. <laughs> 
Well, so do you, you want me to do like guys... an elevator pitch? <laughs> <laughs> so, here's a cool this group. out. You get a bunch okay. of weirdos it's... in on the same Discord server. Okay, and, cool. Uh, <laughs> I want to know about this. They, they talk about dumb pop culture stuff and then make comics yeah. intermittently and uh, have a lot of fun in the process. Nice. That's, that's basically it. Yeah, we, we do a comic every week. Um, we pair up a writer with an illustrator uh, and a letterer. Um, the uh, writer gets a week to write a page. The illustrator gets a little over a month to illustrate their page. And uh, as soon as the illustrator is done on their end, they shoot that uh, file over to the letter. The letter makes it looks like makes it look like a uh, uh, beautiful gold gleaming piece of artwork. <laughs> and uh, then we post yes. it on our website. That's actually and how it awesome. happens. Yeah. That is so <laughs> cool. We yeah, you should join, Mike. Yeah, where do I sign up? <laughs> Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll shoot you an email later, man. Awesome. These uh, I've. I had no idea how important a knowledgeable letterer was to the process oh, until yeah. we actually got knowledgeable letterers in our group. And uh, I completely agree. Holy shit. <laughs> this is a completely new ballgame. Um, so, yeah, it makes a big difference. Uh, but back to the 100s, uh, you guys have uh, not, not only a Kickstarter going on. It's your second Kickstarter. So that's pretty huge. And uh, this one is about mythical creatures. Yeah. In, in general, <laughs> we, we kind of, it's funny. We pick a theme and there's various ways that we go about picking these themes. Um, we're actually doing it in a different way for what well, I shouldn't say anything. There might be a third book, maybe not, probably not, <laughs> but there might be. <laughs> <laughs> but this time around Stop spilling the beans Mike. i know it's like the third time <laughs> so we we kind of pick a theme but nobody's like bound to it like it doesn't like so this was werewolves and unicorns but we kind of made it even broader with and other mythical creatures like i think the best example though was life in space we we had people that told stories that were literally based in space we had people that told stories about people who were just spaced out like living their life in space kind of kind of situation not me <laughs> or just, sure. i mean too. sometimes <laughs> but uh yeah so it's like a loose theme you know and people can go and take that wherever they want we even had a couple people in this book do stories that were um i guess kind of related to space actually so that that actually gave us some cool stories to transition from our last book into this book but yeah for the most part it's cryptid and uh, mythological creatures and legends of, of, of different creatures and things like that. It's like a full gimmick of just made up of things that don't exist. <laughs> what do you mean they don't exist? Uh, maybe they do. That's right. <laughs> we, what was it? Scott O'Green was saying that when we did the, uh, the title, we should put mythical creatures in quotations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, one thing I love about uh, anthologies and, and things where there is a writing theme and is, is just seeing how far people will stretch that initial mm -hmm. theme and uh, just take the ball and run with it. And uh, you really get a lot of creativity out of that. And 
it's uh, it, it's really amazing what people can do. Teresa, can can you tell us a little bit about your story? Don't give the whole okay. thing away. Just tell us a little <laughs> bit about it. No, yeah, I'm gonna tell you that uh, I I'm, I'm one of those people that really understood the theme very broadly. So my story is actually about witches, which are not creatures technically, but there you go. Is that is awesome. a school of witchcraft? <laughs> nice. Nice. And Mike, are you featured on this as well, or did you just do the editing portion? I'm featured in this as well, yeah. I originally wasn't going to be, but I uh, came in as a backup about halfway through, yeah. And, oh, that's um, awesome. Similarly, I did the broad thing, too. I, I made, like, a, a short pitch when we first started it that was more literal about, like, a werewolf and unicorn thing, but instead I went with goblins. Um, it's kind of like a, it's an inside joke that I turned into, hopefully, a joke that can appeal to more people. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> my wife and I have just recently, well, I've got back into it. My wife's been introduced to it for the first time, but Magic the Gathering, um, my brother-in-law is crazy about it. Like, that's all he does now for the last couple of years. Dude. And it's like crack, you know, like you get, I'm like, you really want me to get back into this? Like, so I would play with his decks for a while. And then one birthday, he bought me like a case of just a case of cases <laughs> and booster <laughs> packs and deck boxes. And then I'm, I'm looking at my wife, like, uh, you don't even understand. <laughs> like there's no turning back, <laughs> but that, long story that, short, <laughs> she, she really enjoys it now. And so we build decks and we play against each other. And one of my favorites to do is a goblin deck. And it just annoys the hell out of her. She hates it. And so every time I play something that, you know, uh, gets her mad, I just go, goblins! And uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it just drives it home even more. It's even more irritating. So that's what my story is about, is pretty much the antics of the goblins. But uh, So yeah. this is off topic completely. <laughs> but I have a coworker. Um, I, I work at a company that builds medical equipment, and one of our engineers just quit. Oh. Um, and she quit to sell magic cards online full time. Wow! She's making oh, more wow. money selling Magic: The Gathering. Oh, I believe it. Internet. Yeah, <laughs> it's insane. crazy. <laughs> there was so much. I'm glad I don't care about that as much. I just like playing with the cards. So, I mean, I, I would probably make a collector cringe with how we treat our cards. But <laughs> I, um, I had a starter pack of those when I was in high school just because actually somebody gave it to me in middle school and I thought the art looked cool. Yeah. It was one of the first um, editions of the, uh, of the game. And when we moved, my wife was like, do you ever, do you even care about these? And I said, I don't even know really what they are. <laughs> and uh, I threw them out. And after hearing uh, about uh, my coworker who quit to sell those fuckers online, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm distraught. Oh, no. I'm yeah. in my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gave a bunch of mine away to a friend too, because I was kind of getting out of the game and uh, he was still super into it. I'm like, oh, here, take my cards. And I'm I'm just getting back into it again and looking at all this stuff. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I gave away gold. <laughs> yeah, you know the the creator of they were so off topic, but just one little comment. The creator <laughs> of Magic: The Gathering, I think he's called Richard Garfield or something. Garfield. He created a new game uh, this year. Uh, it's called Keyforge. And I've oh. been playing like crazy. And the thing is, we bought like nine or ten decks, and they're ten ten dollars, ten euros each. But we got one that had 
you know, these these cards that people love and they want to have them. And we sold it for like $120. Oh, so my God. Nice. I've made and money playing cards. that game. <laughs> 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 and Teresa is a Teresa. You're a, a board gamer as well. You're you're pretty. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You, yeah. You go hard into my board on the board games. Yeah, I, yep, just, I love it. I just yeah, learned it's the other another. Day. They're doing a Magic oh, the Gathering TV show on Netflix. Oh what? really? <laughs> cool. I don't know what's going to. Uh, nice. Presumably, it'll be about Magic the Gathering. But outside <laughs> of that, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, we'll cool. see. We'll see about that. It Hopefully, it won't be videos of people playing Magic the Gathering because that would get kind of that'd be that can get very boring. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my other brother-in-law is uh, since we've started playing on the holidays and stuff, he'll just walk into the room and we've like just stare at us like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" We tried to teach him one year, and like you could just see the eyes like glassing over, and <laughs> his head was slowly tipping back, like. Kill me, kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are only two possible, uh, you know, reactions to that. It's like, uh, kill me now or uh, take my money. It's yeah. No in yeah. between. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've never done anything like that. However, my wife and I just discovered Catan not long ago. Mm. We've been having I want to get into that. that. I just can't find it. That's a, group a gateway yet. drug. You guys should be careful. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, I, like, I, I think we might have to like go to the line and check out D and D or something and get together a group to play that because oh. I wanna, I wanna test these waters, man. Yeah, Sounds yeah, pretty cool. do it. <laughs> get that going. <laughs> Make it happen. Man. So, Mike, you do comics full time now, huh? Well, I'm, I'm working towards it. I'm, I'm actually just about to go and take on my first uh, full-time gig uh, this July. So it's been my five-year plan, and man, I'm coming in right at the end of it, making that actually happen. <laughs> hey, hey yeah. your, your progress, man. Yeah. And yeah. Are, are you a writer and illustrator, or do you do... Uh... What I exactly do, just, do you do in comics? Man, I do just everything. I mean, I my biggest passion is I love the doing the whole thing. I love to write. I got a gazillion stories to tell. I love to draw. And I hear I'm halfway decent at both of them. So hopefully <laughs> all goes well. <laughs> It'll all work out. But uh yeah, I do regular illustration too. Um my my work background is more in uh like concept art and design for uh video games and for film. I I have like a lot of like hands-on, you know, building sets and stuff like that too, costume design whatever, but um my passion is the storytelling aspect of it. So anything that I can do to to tell a story, I've I've tended to gravitate towards those things and try to make a, a living out of it some way or another comics is a lot harder <laughs> but that's why that became a five-year plan it's taken a lot of yeah. work to figure out how that might actually be possible so i've got some things in the work for the next five years but i don't really want to talk about it yet because uh i want to see this through first and... spoilers yeah <laughs> well, hey man yeah. uh and you know when when those things come up you know where to come uh, yeah. We'll, yeah 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 <laughs> um, for sure Teresa, um, you, I don't really know much about you other than that you illustrate comics and write comics. You do, um, you said you used to be in education? 
Uh, I, I still am, actually. I haven't, like, you know, I'm like the monkeys. I, I don't let go of a branch until I'm, you know, holding firmly the next branch. So um, I'm doing like a, a transition at the moment. At the moment, like I would say my income is uh, 60% education, 40% comics and illustration. Okay. So awesome. that, that percentage grows every year and I'm hoping to make a transition eventually but you know education has that thing where it's very stable so it's, it's very hard to let go actually. My wife is actually a kindergarten teacher and mm. uh, she is she with, enjoying with her lilies. summer so far. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, I bet yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah. I'm looking at your Kickstarter right now which you guys can find it uh, at just look up werewolves and unicorns a comic book anthology uh or uh look up the creators uh the 100s and that's t-h-e-e one zero zero apostrophe s and i'm looking right now your goal is 2200 you guys have already exceeded your goal by 814 dollars yeah. uh that is pretty rad and you still have 16 days to go. And I'm looking uh, at the rewards. And you, you guys really have it set out nice. Uh, can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about your rewards packages? Sure. Well, uh, we just wanted to go straight into, you know, what you came for. It's really mostly about the book. Um, I, I like all the Kickstarters with all the other bells and whistles, but like we're the way that we structure our campaigns is nobody's making any money off of the book. I'm not nobody involved in the, the whole production or advertising or anything like that. We're all in it for books. So our, our base goal, make sure that we cover all of our costs and fees and all that for producing it and paying back Kickstarter for their little fee and stuff. And also getting everybody who's worked on it, one copy of the book. So from this point forward now, it's like an engine. So the more money we make, the more books all of our creators get. So, um, and the books obviously help us get to that goal the fastest. So um, the main uh, thing that we've got is that we've got the digital copy is like the, our lowest pledge that's 10 bucks. That'll get you not only the, the digital download, but uh, we're going to put your name in the thing. Thank you section as well. Um, we've got the physical book, um, which is uh, 22 bucks. And that also includes a copy of the digital download and your name in the thank you section. Right now we've got uh, the early bird. Today's actually the last day to get it. There's only 20 hours left. Um, that's probably our best deal. It's tw it's five bucks off of the poster combo essentially. So it's like you're getting wow. a, you're getting a lot of stuff for free actually with that one. Um, and then the poster combo still a good deal at thirty bucks. You get the book, digital download. Uh, we got the poster of the cover, which is freaking phenomenal. I'm not just saying that. You yeah. got to go and check out the cover. Scott Serklin really came through and did an awesome cover for us. And he didn't just do the cover, he did like a wraparound. So it's this for those who are just listening, it's, um, this girl in a mirror who's like, she's obsessed with unicorns. So her whole room, her whole being is unicorn paraphernalia. And she's got her hands up and she's turning into a werewolf. So it's the whole werewolves and unicorns thing. But he did it in the, in the style of an EC comics. So he's got illustrations of other kinds of cryptids on the side. And this whole thing is like a vanity mirror. Well, on the back cover, we've got that same image, but without the vanity mirror, looking at it the opposite way. And you could see the whole rest of the room and more of the, the character going through the transformation and stuff. It's really cool. Um, but anyways, amazing. 
we've got a poster of that, um, which I just think is awesome. So um, we've also got, this is super limited. We've got the Cosmic Combo, which is your only way to get our first book in this uh, Kickstarter. We have very, very, very few copies left of the first book because these are all limited runs. Once we print them, that's it. Our agreement with all the creators is, you know, they own all their stories. We just ask that everybody hold off on publishing them for like up to a year after we print the book. And so that's it. We don't have permission to print them again. So we have uh, six left of those. So if you wanted to get a copy of book one, today would be the day to do it. Um, and again, that comes with everything else too that we're offering. Uh, we've got a retail combo too. So anybody... Uh, any comic shops or, or retailers out there, you get a deep discount, half off of the book, but you got to buy five books. So we'll send you five books at half off, uh, plus the poster and the bookmark. Uh, super awesome deal. And I know a lot of shops don't like taking more than five. So we we kept that in mind and, and tried to do that. And then my favorite of all is the mythical encounter. What's it going to be? We don't know. It's going to be mythical. Um <laughs> <laughs> but that's going to be pretty much everything we've got to offer. Plus, you get to jump and hang out with uh, myself, Scott Circlin, Corey Kerr, uh, a bunch of other people. I don't want to announce too many others because I can't remember off the top of my head who's agreed officially. Um, but tons of people with you know just a massive amount of industry experience and, and all kinds of different things. Not just comics, but maybe advertising or uh, just art in general, graphic design, videography, publishing, you name it. Pick our brain for at least an hour. And um, we've been <laughs> kind of trying to coordinate some things to make it pretty fun too. I hear tell of a werewolf costume and possibly a unicorn showing up. I don't know, but that should be fun. <laughs> and well, that's it. Mike, the unicorn has been you, buddy, because you are amazing. <laughs> Teresa, <laughs> I think you fall into that category as well. Tell us. Um, so if, if you were to want to join the 100 group how, how do you go about doing that what do you what is required of you as a member well not uh, i would say not much but at the same time is a lot uh, so basically you have to uh, attempt you have to have started the challenge you have to have a proof that you have started it and that you're on it and then you send us a message through the facebook group and when we make sure that you're doing it and you're not going to spam us then you're in and there's no more requirements just doing the challenge. Yep. It seems like, did you ever get just kind of, did you ever hit a wall while you were doing it, Teresa? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I hit many walls. <laughs> I don't want to do this tonight. But that's, yeah, part about, yeah. that's part about creativity and, and craft. You know, you can, mm, you can yeah. be a person who writes poetry or you can be a poet. And being a poet is... You you go out there, you do the craft, you make it work, and you stick to it. Yeah, absolutely. You but you know, this is yeah. Uh, I mean, the the difficulty of the challenge is. I mean, it is it is a challenge, so it is difficult. <laughs> this is not one of those fake challenges in on the internet. That is like, oh, drink right. a glass of water challenge. No, no, this is an actual <laughs> challenge. It's difficult. <laughs> But, you know, at the same time, you get a lot of work done and, and there's a lot of people, you know, if, you, if you're if you saying like, oh, I'm having a rough day, I don't know if I can make it, then you get a lot of messages. No, do it. Come on. Yeah. 
are supportive. all of the stories on this um are are these all by uh writer artists like is, is yeah actually for the the for art the, and writing yeah yeah uh, uh, 99.5% or something like that i don't know i don't know what math i'm an artist but um <laughs> one out of 28 i think yeah <laughs> we have one team um which they go by mckay and gray um so that's uh reed mckay fleming and ursula gray really awesome they've got uh their own channel on youtube that's super informative and, and entertaining they're they're a really cool group of people um but they are um our first team actually in the book otherwise everybody else is a solo and it's a solo endeavor yeah awesome that's awesome and uh you you really have to be accountable to yourself in this group you, yeah. you can't just you know put put the work off on somebody else or or blame and if you don't get this thing done it's all on you buddy yeah and um, that's, that's kind of the fun thing about awesome. these books too you know cuz we I could go into so many different things we consider. There, there's like an admin group that kind of discusses our parameters, I guess, for for how we're gonna go about these things. And uh, one of the main things is that we know we can trust everybody in this group to deliver because they've already done the challenge. They've they've committed to something for a hundred days and put in the time and put in the work. There's people that try it and don't finish it. There's people that try it multiple times and just can't find that that discipline or that little key you know switch that they need to flip on to be able to do it and so we already know like if you can do it the full hundred days like you're the kind of person we want in on an anthology who's going to show up and you know the only people who've ever dropped out and and this time around we had kind of a record number of dropouts but that's only because we had so many more people that wanted to even be in the book, but um, it was all totally legit reasons. Like, you know, someone's just starting their first year of college and had no idea how overwhelmingly busy they would be. All right, cool. Legit reason to not do your comic right now. <laughs> or like another guy, he had like some crazy job opportunity come up and he's been busy doing all of that too. So it was very legit reasons for, for dropping out. But of the people who didn't have stuff like that going on, Everybody finished, and everybody finished on time. Which, for an anthology, that's saying a lot, you know. Yeah, yep. yeah. You have you have to put a lot of duckies in a row uh, doing an anthology. Um, having, I mean, what, there was some some sneaky editing trickery in there as well. Sneaky. So, so <laughs> yeah. So kudos oh, to Mike yeah. as well for the, for the <laughs> deadline. It's like hurting cats. It, it's mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, we tricked everybody. So, and this has been the case for the last two books. So, you know, <laughs> it, I'm probably giving away my secret, but we gave a false deadline because, I mean, I'm an artist. I know how we, we are. You know? next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, Teresa, is is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we uh, before we head on out? No. I mean, just go go check out the Kickstarter, and if you don't like what you see, well, then you're not my friend, because it's <laughs> like the cover is amazing. You know, you should really go see it. Just go check out the cover; it's amazing. Basically, Teresa says that if you don't like what you see, kick rocks, buddy. Go jump in a lake. You're useless. Um, <laughs> I didn't say that. That was your words, but I, I, I agree heard with the that. Subject. <laughs> 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 <She agreed. laughs> 
<laughs> You're probably a werewolf <laughs> and need to be stopped. <laughs> I, so anything else you want to say? Uh, no, just thank you for, for having us both on. Um, I'm really happy that, uh, that that we got to be here to, to talk about the book. It's something that I think we all, who obviously all of us are part of it, genuinely believe in, you know, or we wouldn't have, wouldn't have done it. It's a very tough sell to convince uh, 28 people to work for free. <laughs> but uh, we all genuinely believe in this group and most of us are all friends and this is just like kind of an expression of, you know, that that friendship, our love for comics and our, our love for this group that we've all kind of become a part of. So to get a chance to tell people about that is just cool. And uh, and I hope that uh, your listeners dig the book too. Uh, yeah. It looks That's amazing. It. And, and- Guys, uh, before I cut out, uh, I want to say, you guys, listeners, um, follow Mike and Teresa. Uh, Mike and Teresa both have really good uh, Instagram accounts. Uh, Teresa's is Teresa underscore Dell underscore Pilar. Uh, and um, Mike, your pretty sure it's just is Mike Emirates, right here. I think. Michael E. Em- uh, or Michael Emirates. Yeah. And uh, yeah, follow them, look at their artwork, uh, buy their comics. Teresa has a link to her um, personal webcomic uh, called Graduation Nightmares, and it's fabulous. And she has some other stuff on the horizon that I'm very excited to see pan out. Uh, and um, you guys uh, have a great day. Thanks for stopping yeah, by too. with us. Awesome. Thank you. You too. <laughs> and we're back. We, we hope you back. really enjoyed that. That was kind of cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, not kind of cool. I, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I, I like it when Casey does interviews because one, it's, it saves us time because I've been so damn busy, which I'll talk about later. Um, but also, I, he he interviews in a different style than I do or that you do. So it's cool yeah. to have that third voice on the with in, in his interviews. Kind of like he asks questions that I don't think about asking, which I like. Yeah, he's very much like. <laughs> Like, we try to do hangouts. Yeah. You know, but Casey does a hangout effortlessly. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, that's the only way I could think of uh, of explaining it. Because it was funny. When he did his interview with Jimmy Palmiotti, Palmiotti it, it, was like, it was like you were just sitting in a bar listening to guys just bullshit. Right? It was great. That's yeah. Why I like, that's why we have him. It's for that. Well, there and you for go. all stuff. Well, there you guys go. Go out there to Kickstarter. Check out Teresa Del Pilar and Michael Emmerich's Kickstarter for Werewolves and Unicorns. Can you say it again in the title for me, Johnny? Werewolves and Unicorns. It's the 100 Presents Werewolves and Unicorns. The 100 Presents Werewolves and Unicorns. There you guys go. You know, if you listen to the interview, you like what you heard, go check out the Kickstarter. If you like what you see, you know, give them a back. Give you it a go share. go on the lowest level, give them on the things. Yeah. If you can't financially afford, give them a share. That actually does help a lot. Very much so. Shares help so much. I know when I did my Kickstarter, the shares got it around to so many different people. That I, that my analytics on that were so great. So you share it around if you can't support it. If you can, give them some money or share. Like we said, share, share, share. There you guys go. Hey, we're Spoiler Country. We are on all the social media platforms. We're heard everywhere. Podcasts are heard. If we're not on the, your favorite social media platform, let us know and we'll get on there right away. Absolutely. And if you want to contact us, you can do it at spoilercountrygmail.com, scpod.net on the website, or you can call us at Shit, what's our number again? 707-656-2080. 707-656-2080. Call, leave us voicemail, and uh, tell us how much you love us. Or, or tell us how much you backed uh, the World's Unicorns for. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually, to know. And with that, what's our line? Open your mind. 
and read more. See ya.